When we see that thousands of years ago, the God of the Bible staked his claim of being the only true God upon Bible prophecies that, among other things, foretold the future of Israel right down to the last days. And all of those prophecies have come true and are being fulfilled right before our very eyes. And we've seen the regathering of Israel and the fact that Israel would be ostracized by the nations of the world and would not be fully recognized or welcomed among the so-called community of nations, just as we see happening today, all in fulfillment of those Old Testament prophecies. But what is amazing is how detailed the prophecies of Israel are. And it is simply a fact that predicting such details then adds even greater weight to such prophecies as evidence for God. And one detail is that the lengthy duration between the deposing of the king of Israel and Judah by the Assyrian and the Babylonian armies would result in what was predicted in Hosea chapter 3 verse 4. For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king and without a prince and without a sacrifice and without an image and without an ephod and without teraphim. So what happened? The king of Judah was deposed in 586 BC at the time of the Babylonian captivity. Seventy years later, the Jews began returning to the land, but they were never able to restore the kingdom. They had no king until there was an opportunity to restore the kingdom with King Jesus around 30 AD. But he was rejected and then murdered by crucifixion. But he rose from the dead, and for nearly four decades after his resurrection, God used the apostles to continue to extend the opportunity to Israel to repent and receive the Messiah, Jesus, as king. And they could have had their kingdom, but they persisted in their rejection of their king. Now, in Genesis 49.10, Jacob had prophesied nearly 1700 years before Jesus was even born, quote, the scepter shall not depart from Judah nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. But once Shiloh came in the person of Jesus of Nazareth and had been rejected, that was the end of that prophecy. Jesus is Shiloh. He's the final king. And once Israel rejected him, crucified him, and then persisted in rejecting him through a four-decade, uh, 40-year trial, as accounted for in the book of Acts, and we encourage you to do a study of God's use of 40 years in judgment, God then allowed Rome under General Titus to destroy the temple and cut off the priesthood. And since 70 A.D., Hosea's prophecy has remained true. For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king and without a prince and without a sacrifice and without an image and without an ephod and without teraphim. There has been no king, no priesthood, no sacrifice, and not even idolatrous practices that had crept into the religion and culture during the times of apostasy. Visit Israel today and you'll not find any of the things Hosea mentioned and said wouldn't be there. It's an amazing prophecy whose fulfillment has lasted many days, numbering nearly 2,000 years. But 
At some point, Hosea 3.4 will be followed by the prophecy found in the next verse. Hosea 3.5, which says, Afterward shall the children of Israel return and seek the Lord their God and David their king, and shall fear the Lord and his goodness in the latter days. Of course, David has, had been dead for centuries when Hosea spoke this prophecy, but it refers to the son of David, who is Jesus, as we're told in Matthew 1.1 and elsewhere. Jesus is David their king in these prophecies. And the Bible ends with the prophecies of the wonderful coronation of Jesus as King of Israel and King of planet Earth. <laughs> In uh, Revelation 19:16, it says, And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And all this is amazing evidence for God.